0: What's up, peeps? We are back, but we're back a day early. It's me, Paul McNeil, the crypto curator, and my friend, the one, the only, Fibbo Swanee, Mr. Brian Swan. He's a certified financial technical expert. So, what's going on, Brian?
1: I'll tell you what, I am getting bombarded left and right for charts this week, and not even in the crypto markets. I'm getting I'm getting hit for crude oil markets. I'm getting hit for for uh, natural gas markets, S and P five hundred, and crypto. I just got done. People, I don't know what's been going on with Tron, but I'll tell you what. We've been looking at uh, charts for Tron. It looks like it's getting ready to break out to the upside. So if you're out, if you're a Tron person out there, I don't own any, but I was looking at the charts. The volume's coming in. Tron looks really good. Uh, so keep your eye out, out there for all you Tron fans. I tell you so what, that, that's what I've been doing. Charts, man, that's what I do. <laughs> I've been watching this
0: Tron thing over the years, and I'm telling you, Brian, people back in the day were talking about how it wasn't gonna last. Like they made it sound like it wasn't gonna last the next day, and here we are, years later, Tron's still around.
1: Yep, and it's uh, it's right on resistance, and volumes coming in. It if this uh, if we start to get some breakout here, it's one of those deals where I think BTC. Could could level out or even fall. Remember, remember when uh when a uh, ripple went up 200 percent when BTC was doing this. Oh yeah. Um, I, I could. It, it's it's sort of bringing out that same kind of pattern with Tron. If it breaks out that resistance at a time like this, that's where people's uh dollars might flow. Crazy crazy. So just gotta keep an eye out for it. Just something I've been me and a couple other people were looking at because they were requesting it. I wouldn't have looked at it otherwise because I don't own it. Yeah. But I was requested to do it, so I did it, and it looks like it might be a breakout. Wow. So, something to think about.
0: All right, people. Y'all heard it here. Tron, and we're going to come back to this, and we're going to look at it like, in a week, and we're going to find out what the deal was. <laughs> yeah, we'll find out. Cool. Well, hey, Brian, what'll be this? Listen, with all this bear market stuff going on, is it ever going to go away? Like, what's your prognostic, prognosis of this whole situation?
1: Uh, well, I mean, eventually it'll go away because markets all go in primary bear trends and primary bull trends. So yes, eventually it will go away. So when you say ever, yeah, it will go away once, you know, sometime down the line. Uh, but, but, but but prognosis, um, really, I mean, I mean, the way I attack TA, I'm, I'm a very conservative trend follower. So, I mean, you know, when I define TA, I'm looking at identifying the force of a trend. That's what I'm doing. And I'm weighing, that trend against all these different indicators. And I'm using principles to show or prove me otherwise. That's really my definition of TA. So when I when I apply that definition with what's going on right now, my prognosis is we're still in a bear trend. I'm not getting any, I'm getting small signals, but not enough for me to reroute this train to go the other way. So right now I'm very cautious uh, because I, I feel like that primary bear trend is still there. Uh, so it makes me a little nervous to uh to try to stab in there trying to find you know that bottom. so i'm I'm waiting for the signals to prove me otherwise. and right now it's uh still on the bears and I, and that's what makes me a little nervous. yeah, no, that's good. I mean, and that's the thing is that
0: sometimes it can you know get uh tiresome waiting on this bear market to be over and people get restless. but you know, like you said, hey, till something signals need to sit still
1: people sit still be yeah, my, my dry powder is getting really really dry <laughs> waiting but I, but that's fine if, if it's going to go down to a point where i could buy some more uh i'm all for that but i do feel for the people that are that, you know that are getting hit and, and waiting that that's not a, a fun waiting game by any means
0: true true so so what's the lesson for today? what do we get to get to, to learn
1: um uh, I put out the term order block, um, and I, one of the reasons I put it out there for today's little quick lesson is because I put it on my chart, and if anybody's going to ask what an order block is, I wanted to kind of go over that real quick. Awesome. So, um, really, um, it really comes down to um, just another way to formulate support and resistance. Uh, so, you know, one of the highlights of trading is, you know, and, I, and I'm an old school guy, so there's pure price action in technical analysis. And, and where there's that lack of where you don't really need indicators uh, you're just trying to find you're just looking at the chart itself and you're observing where the price is where the price has moved in the past and you want to find areas on the chart where where there was uh, uh like a like a change in trend or 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 an area of consolidation where a lot of buyers or a lot of sellers came into the market so what so the chart that i'm looking at has an order block on it so Back in history, uh, when you for this order block, it was back in July or so. Um, there was a, there was an area of consolidation that brought a lot of buying interest into the market. That it was on a downtrend there for a little bit, and then it started to come back up, and then it really brought in a lot of buying interest. At that point, we really got bullish. Um, it was it was sort of bullish, but we that's when it started to moon you know you know started to get that really good bull trend mm-hmm. but this, but the start of that is the order block and that's where a lot of buying interest came in so that's the that's the area that I'm interested in because it's just an, it's a, it's a really strong observation of where buyers were in history uh, so that could you know you know an area to look at in the future that if there was a lot of buyers there that bought there, they're probably still sitting there,
0: mm-hmm. uh,
1: and so they want to really support that level, and they could be bringing in more dry powder to buy at those areas of order block. So really, it's just a it's an observation to look at an area of support and resistance on the chart. Very cool, very cool. Wow, well, that's that's what it is. So, <laughs> uh, and and I know I, I talked about the chart a little bit, but um, you know, the the lesson was an order block. But when you look at, I, I'll put a link to the chart. But the order block that I'm interested in right now is sitting between 2,500 and 3,000. So if you take kind of the midpoint of that, you're roughly around 2,800. And that's that area I've been waiting for. Uh, And it's really kind of smack dab in this area of order block or an area of consolidation of buying interest that happened back in July of 17. Uh, So that's that level that I'm watching for. So given that the internal momentum is still to the bear side, uh, and I put that on the chart, too, some of these momentum indicators. It's still a lot of selling interest. When I put this chart out this morning, it was at 3380, I think, almost 3400. Uh, I think we're almost back to 3200 because we're starting to sell off again. So it makes me a little nervous that we're on this bear trend. So I want to continue to ride this bear trend until we get inside this order block and then and then start reevaluating is it a time to buy or not. So gotcha. that's what I'm kind of looking at there.
0: Okay, yeah, I tell you, it'd be interesting to find out if we had just you know complete transparency to see who's really pushing these prices around. Because it's like, what's up with all the bearishness? Why is this thing pulling back so much? Um, it would be interesting to see that. Yeah, yeah, but can't. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, as I was looking at some of the news this week, I did notice a couple articles out there with some of the other folks that are doing TA and definitely had a few questions about it. One of them was from uh, Joseph Young from CCN. You know, he was talking about that we most likely will avoid dropping below 3K. Is that, you know, is that possible that we probably won't drop below 3K or what's the percent that you think?
1: Um, actually, you know, when, when, you, when you look at a 3K, when everybody looks at 3,000 number, I think that right there is just a, it's just a mental psychological number that it's a very round number and people will be like, well, okay, 3,000. Well, that's a nice round number. Let's go in there and buy at that level. If you get enough buying interest off of the psychology of it, yes, I could see where a lot of support come into the market there. The interesting thing is, is the top of my order block is a 61.8% Fibonacci level. Got to bring Fibonacci into this. But, you know, it was a it was, that Fibonacci level of $3,059 uh, was a very significant resistance point at one time and then became support. And now it's support again long-term. So that's pretty close to 3000 which is a psychological level. So, yeah, I could see where a lot of buying interest could come in there at the beginning of this order block. Well... Now, one thing I'll be looking for is the momentum is is the bears still got strong momentum as that, as price approaches that level then that, then I'll be a little nervous if it starts to show signs of wo- uh, signs of weakening then yeah that might be a time to, to kind of stab at it
0: Gotcha. Well, one of the things that Joseph mentioned in this article was according to Shuzu, I guess that's how you pronounce the name, the CEO of Three Arrows Capital. He said that the buy walls on fiat to crypto exchanges like Coinbase and Bitstamp for Bitcoin is at 3300 and that's risen significantly within the last several weeks. So I guess they're looking at some buy walls on these exchanges and that's why he might be saying that 3000 might be a support area as well.
1: Yep, and and it kind of plays into into that term of order block I was saying was there's probably a lot of buying that went back on in July of 17 around that 3,000 level uh, to start. Uh, So that's where a lot of people could still be holding the same coins from that time, uh, and they're going to want to support it. Gotcha. Well, I was also looking at the article from CoinDash from Omkar uh,
0: Godbowl, and he was talking about Bitcoin being oversold on a weekly price chart for the first time in four years. And he was talking about the RSI being in that level. Is that the same thing that you're
1: sort of seeing? Yeah, actually, that was a that was a chart I put out a couple of days ago. Um, uh, I've really have been watching this weekly RSI, which is uh, the real long term. Um, and there, there's three things I've been waiting for to come out of this chart. Um, one of them was um, uh, the – well, actually, there's the, the three main things are the, the, uh, the break of the RSI to the downside is what he's talking about. We're in oversold conditions. I'd like to see it get out of that area and get out of the oversold conditions and break back above a certain level. I think it's right around 32 on the RSI. I mean, we can get into the math of it, but really what you're trying to do is you need the market to start to come up a little bit and find some buying interest to push that buying interest up to where the RSI changes to get up. Otherwise, you're, you're going to remain in oversold conditions, and uh, I'm a little nervous with that because the momentum is still with the bears, and that's another signal that I'm waiting for. I need to see some weakening in the bearish momentum, and right now it's still strong for the bears, so that makes me a little nervous there. The one signal I did get that I do like is the divergence between the price and the RSI. Uh, with the price making new lows, RSI is not making new lows. So that, that that divergence there is a bullish signal. Uh, I'm just waiting for those other two things to kick in. And I think uh, uh, the guy that wrote that article, um, which one was this one? Uh, Godbolt? Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, he, I think he, that's what he's kind of mentioning on the RSI, um, that it's in that oversold, but we need to get out of it uh, to bring some of that interest back in.
0: Gotcha gotcha.
1: And in the last article,
0: you know, of course, you know, we've got our friend Bobby Lee. He's come out and he's a Bitcoin bull. Now what he's talking about, and it's interesting because he's one of the only people that have put out a level of twenty five hundred. Actually, I would say that Murad did the same thing. He put out between twenty-two and twenty-eight. But they're saying he's saying that this thing can go from twenty five hundred by December I mean uh by, by January of twenty nineteen and go all the way to three hundred and thirty three thousand by December of twenty twenty one. Can you believe that?
1: Um I would love to believe that. <laughs> <laughs> that would be awesome. Oh God uh, would it be awesome. But but the, the um I mean I love I love the I love the forecast. Um, you know, going forward that'd be great. One thing that I like about this level, it's kinda interesting. I like to see other, you know, if we're if we're curating these TA guys um, the the trend when you guys see the chart that I'm looking at that I put together today the the back in July where I'm talking about that order block the break of the trend line that I'm looking at on there is right around 2500 and that's going to be that major support off of that trend line break to the upside so that kind of ties into this 2500 level that he's talking about hitting in January of 19 so I could I could totally see, us moving down from thirty-two hundred, where we're at today, down to that, to under that twenty-five hundred by January, mid-January of two thousand nineteen, bring in some buying interest. I'd be happy for it to bounce to go to three hundred thousand by then. But but what he's what he's saying is is that could be a really strong bottom, and we could be on a nice bull run for the next couple of years. Yeah. Um, I don't know about three hundred thousand. I would love it to go there, but I could see where if he's calling a bottom, that could be a good spot for a bottom. And then we get into a nice bull run over the next couple of years.
0: Yeah. Well, you know, I tell you, you know, he's not along with that sort of level. Uh, if most folks have been paying attention to Tim Draper, he's already put the call out there. And he did this call earlier in twenty as uh, 2018. He said that we could see a $250,000 Bitcoin by the year of 2022. So he's out there putting the big numbers as well. So maybe there's something to it.
1: Yeah, I... I- I I don't put anything past any any markets. So, uh, especially a Bitcoin market, if it starts to get uh, a lot of more people interested and and it's got ease of use and people can get wallets very easily and start to you know use it, who knows? Yeah, I twenty five hundred or two hundred fifty thousand, go for it. I'm telling you. I I mean, if it went there, I I would love it. But I but really deep down, I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah.
0: All right, well, let's give a couple shout outs.
1: So, you got anybody to give a shout out to? Yeah, yeah. Um, actually, I want to give a shout out to uh, uh, the Frontier Research Group. Um, I, I've been working with these guys the last, uh, you know, few weeks. Actually, last couple of months, and uh, I, I really like what they're doing over there. Uh, it, I, and I'm, I'm really kind of talking about their Discord channel. Um, I don't care where you're at from a trading perspective. Uh, if you're an early trader, or you know whatever your skill level is, uh, there's so much on this Discord channel for you know newbies to learn, all the way up to people that have been doing it for years like me. I get a lot out of uh, of the people that are on there, because um, all the analysts come from different backgrounds, which is great. Uh, so I'm I, I gonna I'll put a link out to their Discord channel. Uh, go check them out. They have a ton for free. They do have a little bit of a VIP section if you're willing to pay for it. Uh, for which uh, which I think is great by the way Uh, if you really want to get into the trading and and get a lot of good signals and all that um, I highly recommend it Uh, but there is still a lot out there for free Um, and and one other thing is that they they it's not just crypto Um, they do a lot of legacy markets too so uh, get out there on their discord channel they said they do they tease they tease out a lot of free um, free calls both in crypto and the legacy markets so go try them out. I highly recommend them.
0: Very cool, man. Very cool.
1: Yeah.
0: Well, I tell you, you know, I went down to see my friend that's at UVA Medical. And when I left, um, I was stopped off to get myself something to eat. And I stopped in this place, Burger Bat, Burger Bock, I think it's called. And anyway, I'm talking to this lady at the bar and as I was eating my burger. And you know me. I'm going to eventually get the crypto. And I start talking about crypto. Well, the bartender, he looks at me. He goes... Uh, are you talking about crypto? And I'm like, yeah. He goes, you know tax token? And I'm like, what? I'm like, you gotta be kidding me. I'm like, I'm down here in Charlottesville, and this guy brings up tax token. So that's who I want to give a shout out to, tax token, because, I mean, the world of crypto seems really small, and for somebody to hear me talk about crypto bring up tax token is funny. Anyway... I actually met Nathan, he's the founder of Tax Token, while we were speaking on a panel in Dubai. And, you know, they've got a really cool, a lot of people probably not thinking about it right now, but they should be thinking about their taxes and how they're going to get their taxes done, especially with crypto and all this trading. And speaking of us, TA and all you traders out there, every time you do these trades, I hope you're keeping good records because guess what? You owe taxes because it's a taxable event. So, definitely tax token Uh, they're on Twitter tax token you can check them out but it's a good platform that I think people should look at if they're trying to get their taxes done with crypto
1: sweet it's crazy well, let's that is a, awesome that they brought up tax token at a bar like I that. I know, awesome.
0: it's so strange. I'm like, what is going on? I'm like, boy, this world is, crypto is, it's, it's getting out there, though.
1: <laughs> the virus is spreading.
0: Yeah, you go. It is. Speaking <laughs> of that, you know, I, I put this in the brief today, and for those that ha, are on the crypto watch brief, uh, I send a brief out every day, but one of the things that I'm starting to notice, again, and that we're talking TA and all these levels, is a few things. So, first off, Rick Edelman. Now, if anybody knows who Rick Edelman is, this guy is the financial planner of all financial planners. He's come out and said that he thinks that people should probably put one to three percent of their portfolio in crypto, and he says, but not more than five percent, which I found that interesting. No four, just one to three, no five. Um, And then Weiss Ratings came out and said, it's time to buy crypto now, which is interesting. And then we've got um, this guy named Eric Dallas. He said the next bull run is inevitable, which would tie in with what Bobby Lee said. And then when you look at this other guy called Da Vinci Jeremy, he's a Chilean software developer who apparently has a stellar track record on calling the market. He said that. We still got some more downside to go, but this is a remarkable time to be buying crypto. So there's a lot of sentiment where people are like, they're they're, they're like, you know, on your mark, get ready, get set or whatever. And it's almost time to go, but not quite yet there.
1: (laughs) I like his call. I like
0: it. Yeah, no, it's it's interesting. If you watch his video... Uh, you know the thing too with some of these guys they sort of make a call but they don't make a call so they leave themselves a little bit of wiggle room which is fine by me I mean anybody that can try and call this market good on you because it's
1: tough (laughs) oh yeah absolutely Too tough. trying trying to call exactly where a bottom is is just so hard I mean almost impossible but you might get lucky and get a bottom but if I'm within a thousand dollars of the bottom and it goes to 250,000 I'll be okay
0: yeah, no, I agree. <laughs> and and listen, for anybody listening to this, you might have stumbled upon this and like, what the heck is going on? Here's what I've been encouraging people to do. Listen, if you're brand new to crypto, have no clue what's going on, and I'll probably append this in the notes of of the of the podcast get yourself a wallet. I don't care which one. And again, if you can do with the referral link, great. You'll get $10 free crypto from Coinbase. You'll get $25 from Abra. So, And those are two that I say because they give you referrals. But any wallet, listen, Jack's wallet, get, get yourself a wallet. Put a little bit in. And I, I mean like 10 bucks, five bucks. Just do a transaction just to see what it's like because it's going to teach you so much uh, if you do that. And then of course, you know, as this guy da Vinci recommended to everybody, he said, listen, don't enter crypto without knowing what's going on. So read, study, understand what's going on. Hey, get my brief for crying out loud, anything of that nature. But educate yourself before you start to buy, and then you'll be in good shape. So, Brian, you got any words of wisdom
1: for folks before we finish this thing off? Um, I'm trying to figure out, did you say Da Vinci Jeremy was a what was he? He's a Chilean software developer. Uh, software developer. Yeah. Can I call him the Da Vinci Code? Because I, I definitely want to do that.
0: <laughs> that's pretty cool. I didn't even think about that. Oh yeah. Wait, I'm gonna yeah, tweet he's that to I, I gotta,
1: I gotta, I gotta talk to him. The Da Vinci Code. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I like it. If if if, if anything, he needs to start a blog and name it then or something. He does. Wow. <laughs> no, really. I'm just. Uh, Everyone just have a good weekend. I mean, I know it's Thursday. We got to do this day early, but uh, you know, weekend's coming up. And uh, uh, follow me out on uh, out on Twitter. How do they follow you on Twitter? Uh, I am at Fiboswani, uh, Fiboswanny. F I B O S W A N N Y. Just come on out there, and uh, especially uh, tomorrow, I'm sure you'll see my thing saying close the laptops and open the bottles. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll be. Pumping it out there eventually, sometime tomorrow.
0: <laughs> all, right, all right, Brian. So I know you probably don't do this much, but okay, we got the weekend coming. Do you think we're going to start next week off on a bearish note or bullish note? Starting the week off? Yeah, so Monday Monday when we wake up, is the market going to be up or down?
1: Uh, probably down. I'm all sorry. Right. <laughs> um, it's the Monday blues. <laughs> or maybe we'll be up on Tuesday. How's that?
0: All right, all right, all right, I'm, I'm gonna go the other way. I'm gonna say we're gonna be okay. like screaming bull on Monday. Let's do it. I have no, I have no basis for that, people, but I just feel like it. Just screaming bull on Monday. That'll be awesome.
1: Yeah, and I'm based, I'm basing it off of what I'm looking at right now. So if this 3200 can hold, um, yeah, I think we'll be up on Monday. But if not, um, I don't know. It's not gonna be, uh, not gonna be pretty.
0: Yeah. So in other words, people just keep being patient and keep the powder dry. <laughs>
1: yeah, absolutely. Keep the powder dry. I like
0: all right, it. all right, folks. Hey, I'm I'm the crypto. Well, it's actually underscore the crypto curator on Twitter. Definitely come out and follow us on Twitter. We do have a lot of fun on Twitter. Definitely myself and Brian. We both talk to a lot of people out there. Join in the conversation. Ask all the questions you need, and believe me, we'll get them get them answered for you.
1: Absolutely.
0: All right, folks. Well, I tell you what. Unfortunately, we had to do this on Thursday because, like I said, I'm be going back down to UVA to visit my friend. So I'm gonna say we're gonna spiral ourselves into the weekend on this one. And we appreciate you listening. And come back next week on Friday.